Blog Talk Good evening, Radio. good evening. And welcome to How Seaproduct and Gospel Blog Talk Radio, coming to you from 231 6th Avenue. We have a great show lined up for you tonight. Linda Pope Happen Care and Curly Hair Shampoo to Curl Farmer. Talking about black folks' hair, all kinds of hair. XPO, HTO conditioner. All right, the Curl Farmer, super hydrating style and gel is formulated to collect and lock in exactly the right amount of hydration that curls hair needs. Talking about water. Why hydration matters. When hair stands are full and hydrated, it is manageable, shiny, and elongated. Hydrating is the process of fully saturating the hair with water, allowing the water molecules to penetrate deep into the hair strand, exposing XHPO, HTO with ample amounts of water, ample amounts of water. Powerful there, exposing to ample amounts of water to texture provides the adequate amount of moisture retention hair needs to hydrate and define the curls that you wish to retain. We are on in the opening minutes of the broadcast. Uh, we are Simon casting on Zoom with uh, the Hydro people. Uh, uh, Tish is on, Crystal Kiwana is on, Linda Pope Hammond, uh, Global Management. Uh, CEO of National Association of Black Defenders, uh, Michael McCorb is on as well. Uh, if you guys want to talk, anybody want to talk or say something, you can say it right now. How about you, uh, bro, Michael? You want to get your, your portion out of the way? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me go back to the studio. All right. While we are getting ready to uh, begin our broadcast, uh, well, we already began our broadcast. We're going to run over and uh, find some music here and play some music while everybody's getting all lined up and, and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to play a song here uh, called Living for the Lord, done by the Chosen Brothers out of uh, North Carolina here on House of the Gospel Blog Talk Radio. More coming your way. <laughs> Just to get 
issues. Good morning, ladies. Good evening, brother. We are. Yeah. Okay, we're ready to roll if you guys are. I got a question in regards to um, the hair that uh, I see a lot of young men wearing now, and they got the hair all look like it's spikes uh, sticking out. Uh, what, 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 what hairstyle is that? What, uh, what is that? I see a lot of ball players. I was at the high school today, and they're introducing players, and every time one of them come out, that they came out with that hair stuck up, and <laughs> what do they call that? Okay.
Thank you, ladies. You'll see him on the lock. Oh, he's probably off screen doing something else in the office. You may have to go ahead on. We are waiting for Dr. McCorvey to come back on. Uh, we're in the midst of um, doing the broadcast here. Um,
Okay, guys, I'll, um, I'll step in if you guys want to take a 15-minute break. So I'm going to run a uh, couple of spots, uh, one with uh, Dr. McCorvey answering the phone in regards to uh, racial profiling, if that's okay. Y'all want a 15-minute break? Okay, 15 minutes starting now. National Association of Black Defenders, a public service announcement, racial profiling and racial injustice. You are calling the National Office of the National Association of Black Defenders in Washington, D.C. If you feel that you have been racially profiled against and that you have been served with inequality in any way, we want you to please pick up the phone and call today, 202-852-4816. One of the issues in America is poverty. And uh, one of the things that uh, National Association of Black Defenders deal with every day, our executive board and staff, uh, Dr. Um, Eugene Howard and the other people of the National Association Executive Board deal with it every day in the field. And it has to do with poverty and how it affects not only black America, but white America. It affects all Americans what it really means to be poor in America. What does it mean? Take a listen. So shame on you. Shame on you and shame on me and shame on each and every one of us who haven't rattled the windows of these buildings with cries of outrage at a government that thinks their office furniture is worthy of $40,000 a year and families and children aren't. The current poverty guidelines are ridiculously out of touch. I have two jobs and a bachelor's degree and I struggle to make ends meet. The federal poverty guidelines say that I'm not poor, but I cashed in a jar full of change the other night so my daughter could attend a high school band competition with her bands. I can't go grocery shopping without a calculator. I had to decide which bills not to pay to be here in this room today. Believe me, I pulled myself up by the bootstraps so many damn times that I've ripped them off. Good morning. My name is Amy Jo Hutchison. I'm a single mom of two who's lived in West Virginia all my life. Today I'm here to help you better understand poverty because poverty is my lived experience. And I'm also here to acknowledge the biased beliefs that poor people are lazy and the poverty is their fault. But how do I make you understand things like working full time for $10 an hour is only about $19,000 a year, even though it's well above the federal minimum wage of $7.25 an hour. I want to tell you about a single mom I met who was working at a gas station. She was promoted to manager, and within 30 days, she had to report her new income to DHHR. Within 60 days, her rent bumped from $4.75 to $9.50 a month. She lost her SNAP benefits and her family's health insurance. So she did what poor people are forced to do all the time. She resigned her promotion and went back to working part-time just so she and her family could survive. Another single mom I know encouraged her kids to get jobs. For her DHR review, she had to claim their income as well. She lost her SNAP benefits and her insurance, so she weaned herself off of her blood pressure medicines because she, working full-time in a bank and part-time at a shop on the weekends, couldn't afford to buy them. Eventually, the girls quit their jobs because their part-time fast food income was literally killing their mother. You see, the thing is, children aren't going to escape poverty as long as they're relying on a head of household. Excuse me, it was poor. Poverty rolls off the backs of parents right onto the shoulders of our children despite how hard we try. I can tell you about my own food insecurity. The nights I went to bed hungry so my kids could have seconds and I was employed full time as a Head Start teacher. I can tell you about being above the poverty guideline, nursing my gallbladder with essential oils and prayer, chewing on clothes and eating ibuprofen like they're Tic Tacs because I don't have health insurance and I can't afford a dentist. The poverty line for a family of three is $21,720. Where I live, because of the oil and gas boom, a three-bedroom home rents for $1,200 a month. So if I made $22,000 a year, which could disqualify me from assistance, I would have $8,000 left to raise two children and myself on. And yet the poverty guidelines wouldn't classify me as poor. I Googled congressman's salary the other day, 
And according to Senate.gov, the salary for senators, representatives, and delegates is $174,000 a year. So a year of work for you is the equivalent of almost four years of work for me. And I'm $24,000 above the federal poverty guidelines definition of poor. It would take nine people working full time for a year at $10 an hour to match all salary. I also read that each senator is authorized $40,000 for state office furniture and furnishings, and this amount is increased each year to reflect inflation. That $40,000 a year for furniture is $360 more than the federal poverty guidelines for a family of seven. And yet here I am, begging you on behalf of the 15 million children living in poverty in the United States, on behalf of the one in three kids under the age of five and nearly 100,000 children in my state of West Virginia living in poverty to not change anything about these federal poverty guidelines until you can make them relevant and reflect what poverty really looks like today. You have a $40,000 furniture allotment. West Virginia has a median income of $43,000 and some change. People are working full time and are hungry. Kids are about to be kicked off the free and reduced lunch rolls because of changes y'all want to make to SNAP. Even though 62% of West Virginia SNAP recipients are families with children, the very same children who cannot take a part-time job because their parents will die without insurance. People are working full-time in this country for very little money. They're not poor enough to get help. They don't make enough to get by. They're working while they're rationing their insulin and they're skipping their meds because they can't afford food and health care at the same time. So shame on you. Shame on you and shame on me and shame on each and every one of us who haven't rattled the windows of these buildings with cries of outrage at a government that thinks their office furniture is worthy of $40,000 a year and families and children aren't. I'm not asking you to apologize for your privilege, but I'm asking you to see past it. There are 46 million Americans living in poverty, doing the best they know how with what they have, and we, in defense of children and families, cannot accept anything less from our very own government. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Hutchinson. Thank you. Uh, I, I think it's key that uh, people learn how to use it. I, I'm, 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 yeah. They tell more men that. <laughs>
I got one more question for you. Um, you spoke earlier about uh, brushing your hair with the brush and pulling the hair out. With your product, uh, do you have any special design brushes to eliminate uh, pulling your hair out? Or is well, go ahead. Hey, 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 guys, that brush that you're talking about, maybe you guys should figure out a good brush to recommend when you buy the product. This is the brush we recommend. There you go. <laughs> it's my hair. Hey, please get to me the names of all of the beauty parlors that uh, utilize your product so I can begin to blast them. I said get to me all of the beauty parlors that utilize your product and so I can begin to blast them media-wise. Mm -hmm. I just signed it. I say I just signed it. And face Facebook gives you a Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Facebook and Twitter give you a minute by minute who signed and their name. When you click on that thing, they can show you where you can start a campaign for signatures as well.
Man, I like that. I like that. Men don't know as much as they think they know, don't they? All right, we're losing um, sound from Kawana as she was giving the view to callers. Awesome, guys. We got eight minutes. That's on the 25th, 25th, well, the correct, yeah, it's uh, it's on, the next one will be on the 20th, that's on a Saturday, and then the final one will be on a Thursday at 6 p.m., Saturday at 10, well, really 9 a.m., And but uh, that's uh, uh, Central Time, then 10 a.m. Eastern Time, then on Thursday, the 25th, yeah, that's it, be 7, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. 7 p.m., 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Two more to go, guys. I think we need to do some more, though. What do you say about that, McCarvey? <laughs> Right. Yeah. And nobody, I have to put this in, and nobody have to pull their wig off. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. <laughs> I had to put that in. 
Atlanta. When I when I get rich, I'm gonna get my camera. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, the last words of Linda's and uh, Brother Corvis, if that's all right with y'all. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys, we're down to 30 seconds. On behalf of all of us, good night. I have all of us here at the House of Reverend Gospel Blog Talk Radio, National Association of Black Defenders, and H.C.O. Hare. We say good night. God bless you. And tune in to our next broadcast coming up on February the 20th, 9 a.m. Take care now. All right, guys.